Okay, back to me. And you know, this is a very special day for me. A year ago today, around this very time, in fact, I was in a heart surgeon's office. And let's just say Lenox Hill Hospital's Jacob Scheinerman was not mincing words. You're a walking time bomb, he said. A routine stress test revealed I had something akin to what they call the widowmaker, a condition so dicey and coronary arteries so blocked that at any moment I could just drop dead. Boom, just like that. Problem was, they couldn't move just like that. You see, I still had MS, and they had to balance getting me off of all the stuff I was taking for that before even attempting the triple bypass to address this very scary situation at this very scary time. And the surgery and the recuperation from it got even scarier. And that doesn't even include all the drama that was just starting at this place soon afterwards. So talk about heart palpitating. Now, some of you might recall I missed a few days of work. Okay, may maybe more than a few days, maybe a few weeks. Okay, okay, the whole summer. I guess what strikes me now, a year later, is how out of it I was. Not just out of commission, out of everyday life. Out of the issues and news I had taken for granted, I would always be covering in life. I discovered something during that tumultuous election summer. Life was going on. The news was going on. The Republican convention, the Democratic convention, even the stuff here at Fox, they were all going on just without me. And yes, it humbled me. Imagine that, watching from afar a fast-moving world from which I seemed very far and very disconnected and for which my absence seemed, well, very inconsequential. They say the graveyard is filled with people who once thought themselves indispensable. Take it from me, those who get very close to that graveyard can be irreconcilable. I could not fathom a world going on without me, but it did. Or TV viewers sorting the day's events without my incredible insights. But they did. So much I had taken for granted until I joined what my friend Jack Welch called the Zipper Club, that band of brothers and sisters defined by the garish scar on their chest that covers the repaired heart beneath. I had taken all of that for granted, just like I had taken breathing for granted and just moving through life for granted. And yes, living for granted. It's trite to say now, disease of any sort brings you back to Earth. Maybe because it reminds you of the relatively short time we have on Earth. An Earth that moves on even when we stop, but sometimes stops to check in even when we hurt. That's where a lot of you came in. Folks in this room came in. I will never, ever, ever forget all the cards and letters, the packages. Man, oh man, great packages. And the kind words from so many of you. Yeah, even liberals. People I never met, but whose decency and simple decency I will never forget. I remember hearing from a man about my age who said that he too had just gone through open heart surgery. He wrote, Cavuto, I for one am looking forward to your first day back, responding to those viewers who will no doubt say they were surprised you even had a heart. Laugh at them, he said, but laugh, just laugh. And so I did because he was so right. I got lots of mail like that half of it from the crew. And I haven't stopped laughing. I guess because a year ago today, I seriously doubted I would get the chance, but I did. Because of a surgeon like Jacob Scheinerman who wouldn't quit, and because of many of you who wouldn't let me quit. Truth be told, I'm not really a financial hero, although by the way, this illustration is built to scale. You just make me feel like one. 
So I think that makes you all superheroes as well, America. Because I might have a scar, but you were the ones who showed heart. It is not just that you welcomed me back. It's that you refused to let me leave. And my competitors, I'm not going anywhere.